What is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to the Mitch Davis Show. It is Friday, May 28th. You know what that means, folks. It is Podcast Friday. We're officially 94 days away from the official kickoff of the 2021 college football season. You know what that means. We're going to have another excellent interview today. We've got a really fun uh, running backs coach from the Air Force Academy, Coach Tim Horton, who's been around the game of football for years. This guy is one of the best assistant coaches in the country, and it was an honor to talk to him today and talk about Air Force football, talk about his playing days at Arkansas, where he was a part of one of the the winningest senior classes in Arkansas Razorback history. We talked about guys that he's coached before, Trey Mason, Darren McFadden, Peyton Barbie. That's just to name a few. He's had stops at Kansas State, Appalachia State, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Air Force. He's coached five SEC Player of the Years and nine all-conference players as well. Today's podcast is an amazing look inside the great game of college football at the Air Force Academy where the Falcons will take the field September 4th against Lafayette out of Lafayette, Louisiana. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. You can follow me on Twitter, Mitch Davis underscore eight. Like, follow the Instagram and Facebook pages at The Mitch Davis Show. Also, be sure you check out the website at TheMitchDavisShow.com. Right now, it is in the middle of college baseball postseason. Teams have wrapped up spring football. We're getting ready for summer workouts. NBA playoffs are going on. Bill Mickelson just won the PGA Championship. Life is good. Things are returning back to normal. So why wouldn't you head on over to the MitchDavisShow.com, your one-stop shop for all sports Southeast-related and also the PGA as well. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. Follow me on Twitter, MitchDavis underscore eight. Facebook and Instagram at The Mitch Davis Show. And I would also like to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening to all the podcasts, reading the articles, interacting with me on social media, or even if you see me in a tailgate, out and about, interacting with me there. At this time, I would like to welcome running backs coach from Air Force Academy, home of the Falcons, Tim Horton, to the Mitch Davis Show to talk all things Air Force football, talk about his playing days at Arkansas, and everything in between. Thank you for listening to the Mitch Davis Show. Oh, Coach, it's an honor to talk football. We're less than, what, 94, 95 days away from the official start of the 2021 college football season. Coach, how's this offseason been for you guys? You know, it's, it's been good. Uh, I joined the Air Force Academy staff on January the 20th, and about a week later we started spring practice. And uh, that those the next 30 or 40 days were pretty crammed, that's for sure. But uh, it's finally good to get back to some normalcy. Starting June the 1st, we'll be able to have kids on our campus and we'll be able to get out and about and go to some different football camps across the country. So finally glad to have COVID behind us and really looking forward to the season. Coach, just talking about this COVID stuff, because it really does seem like 
we're, you know, we're getting past it. Now that you're able to go into recruits homes and go on recruiting visits, what is that recruiting pitch like to go to Air Force? I know it has to be different being a service academy. It is. Um, you know, we're not quite to the stage where we can go in homes yet, but luckily they can come to our campus. So starting uh, the month of January, or excuse me, the first day of June, kids can come to our campus, and at least you get to talk face-to-face. But at a place like the Air Force Academy, I mean, you've got so much to sell. Number one, you got you know, a very good brand of football. Air Force has been good in football for 40 years, first with Fisher DeBerry for 25, and now Coach Troy Calhoun is is starting his 15th season here. I think Air Force has been to 10 bowl games since 2007. Uh, The last full season of football, they went 11-2 and and finished in the top 25. Uh, One more commander-in-chief trophies than any other service academy. So you got a lot to sell football-wise. Uh, you know, but but then you're talking about one of the top five or ten academic schools in the country. I mean, particularly if you're interested in being an engineer, if you're interested in the medical profession, if you're interested in business, you know, our, our those departments and programs at the Air Force Academy are really second to none. And then you sell the commitment. And really for the kids that are considering the Air Force Academy, that's the part that is really our greatest selling point, whether you want to fly which about 40% of our graduates want to fly or you don't want to fly. And really what, what it gets down to at that point is now instead of working for some big computer called Apple, uh, computer company called Apple or some IBM or Walmart or JB Hunt or whoever it might be. Now you're working for this big company called the United States Air Force. And so we've got a whole, whole, whole lot to sell and, and we do recruit nationwide, you know, the hard part for us is finding the combination of a really, really good football player that's an elite student that really wants to serve his country. Coach, and that's something I want to ask you because, you know, it's so different. I get to cover Navy, uh, you know, in the AAC here in Memphis, and also I covered Army with the Autos and Liberty Bowl uh, this year. Coach, just talk about what it means to you personally to work at a service academy and recruit these fine young men and also the young ladies who come to the Air Force as well. Well, Mitch, I had the chance to work here for seven years with Fisher to Barry, and it was a, it was probably the most enjoyable experience uh, that I've had in, in coaching. Not necessarily because, you know, I coached in the Southeastern Conference for 14 years and those venues and playing in SEC championship games and, you know, the number of pro, pro players you coach. I mean, that's all fine and good, but just in terms of the – the caliber of people that you get to work with on a daily basis. I mean, these are people that are, are doctors and lawyers and, and, uh, you know, generals in our, in our, in our military. I mean, it's just, uh, the, the character component is something that I, that I really, really enjoy, uh, that I, that I get to have here at the Air Force Academy. Coach, before we talk about your time served in the SEC, I got to ask you, what is your depth chart looking like at the running back position? Because there's been a couple things out there. You know, Brad Roberts is a guy that a lot of us college football media is really looking forward to seeing him excel this year. Coach, talk about your depth chart at the running back and tailback position. Well, Brad is someone that's played a lot and was very productive a year ago, and I would certainly anticipate him being, you know, a mainstay in our offense as well. At our halfback positions, we don't have a lot of experience. We, we graduated a couple of players that were very productive, and so it's going to be a situation where 
we think we've got some good players. They just haven't done it yet. So uh, that depth chart will still get uh, uh, organized and put together in fall camp. But we feel like we do have some talent, but we've just got to we got to see how they do under the light, so to speak. Because I want to ask you about how, how is the game of college football uh, from a scheme perspective, from from the from the, just the schemes, how has that developed in your time as a running backs coach and also in your playing days at the University of Arkansas? Well, you know, when, when I played at, at Arkansas, I played 1986 through 1989 for a gentleman named Ken Hatfield, who was just an outstanding coach. And we had some really good good teams back in those days. Uh, 95%, if not more, of the teams that played were run-first offenses. You were generally an I-formation team. You had a few split-back split back teams. Uh, the center or the quarterback was under the center basically every snap in every game. And now you look at it, uh, you know, there's probably not – 10 teams in division one football that put their quarterback under the center. You know, everybody's in the shotgun. Uh, you probably got 80% of the teams are pass first as opposed to run first. Uh, you, you've, you've got a different kind of option offense. Now it's the RPO game where you're reading a particular defender on defense and determining whether to run or pass or pass this direction or pass that direction. So, uh, it, it has changed a lot, and, and I think the best coaches are those coaches that can evolve and go with those changes, or they're those coaches that, hey, I've got a philosophy. This is what we believe in. We're going to tweak the philosophy, but here's what we're going to do. And, and that's what Air Force has done. Coach DeBerry did it when he was here. Coach Calhoun's done it. Is We've got some core beliefs, particularly offensively, but, but we've tweaked them as well, and it's it's enabled us to stay, you know, relative in college football. Coach, I want to ask you about, and I asked you this last week on the sidelines, by the way, special shout-out to Rob Brown for hooking us up and getting this interview going because that, this is an awesome interview. And Coach, I want to ask you about the difference in coaching, you know, in, in your coaching, uh, uh, you know, the way that you approach these type of players. You've coached Trey Mason, Darren McFadden. Uh, Peyton Barber. I mean, that's just three guys to name, to say the least. Coach, how does your coaching style change from player to player to fit the needs of those superstar players? Well, it, it really doesn't. I mean, uh, uh, I think the most important thing that you've got to do in coaching, and it doesn't matter if it's coaching or business or whatever, is there's got to be a respect there. Uh, you've got to give them respect, and in turn, you've got to you hope they give you respect in turn. And so it's not coached. That's, that's, that's where it's got to all start, with respect and with trust. And then from there, I think what you've got to do is, is you're, gonna, you're, gonna, you're not going to coach them all the same. There's certain buttons that you push with one kid that you won't push with another kid. For example, you know, Darren McFadden was a kid at Arkansas that I coached, and Darren – well, you could you could get after Darren. You could. I, I'm not a cusser or anything like that, but you could you could get after him pretty good without cussing him and really pushing and challenging and 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 the next thing you know, McFadden was fixing to put on the show now because he was hey he might have been mad at the coach. And then uh, at the same time, I had a kid named Felix Jones who was a first round draft pick, and Felix was a kid you really had to encourage. You didn't want to. 
you didn't want to get down Felix's throat because he didn't he didn't respond best to that. He responded best to you know positive encouragement. And so I think you've got to understand the players in your position room, whatever the position, and you've got to kind of coach them accordingly, and you got to know them well enough that you know what hot buttons to push. Coach, and, and I want to ask you about this because you've been at places like Kansas State, Vanderbilt, Auburn, Arkansas, Appalachia State, and now at Air Force. Coach, out of all those places, what are a couple of your favorite memories that you've had? Maybe, you know, Arkansas, you know, in your coaching days or just in your coaching career, what are two or three of your favorite all-time memories? Well, I, I, I tend to remember the people as opposed to the, the events. And, you know, hey, it was – it's pretty cool winning an SEC championship like we did at, uh, at, at, at Auburn. And it was pretty cool. You know, Hey, we beat some number one teams when I was at Arkansas and when I was at Auburn and uh, we beat a number one team when I was at Appalachian state winning conference championships. We had a huge win when I was at Kansas state over, you know, a top three team, the university of Texas, the year before, year before they had won the national championship. And so you remember those wins for sure. But really the part of coaching that I've enjoyed more than any is like Wednesday, yesterday, uh, we, we had graduation here at the Air Force Academy. And to see a kid that, you know, walk across that stage and get a degree from the Air Force Academy or Appalachian State or Kansas State and, and to, to see that kid uh, excel later in life as a dad and as a, as a husband and in his chosen field of, you know, whatever he decides to do, that's where, to me, the real joy comes. Coach, I want to ask you about your playing days at Arkansas before I wrap up. I've got a really fun question I'm going to ask you at the end. But, Coach, talk about your playing days at Arkansas. You guys, you were a part of the winningest senior class. You guys won uh, Orange Bowl, AutoZone, Liberty Bowl, or Liberty Bowl back then. Um, several other bowl games. Coach, talk about what the University of Arkansas means to you personally, because if I'm not mistaken, you're an Arkansas guy. You're from Arkansas. You get to play for your hometown team. Um, well, in that in that day, it was a little bit different because Arkansas was not in the Southeastern Conference. Arkansas was in the Southwest Conference. Uh, our head coach was a guy by the name of Ken Hatfield who was – Arkansas through and through. He had played on the national championship team in 1964, and then he got to come back and be the head coach. And so there were so many ties to the university at that time, whether it was coaches or particularly the players that I played with. I mean, the majority of our players were homegrown guys, and and we had some really good players. I mean, I had the chance to play with, you know, Steve Atwater and Barry Foster and and uh, Quinn Groby and Wayne Martin and people that that were really tremendous tremendous football players, but uh, we played in the old Southwest Conference where Arkansas was the only team that was not in the state of Texas, and uh, you know we we won a lot we won a lot before I got there and they 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 probably hadn't won as much since but uh, changing to the SEC was was something that uh, changed. Uh, you know, just uh, changed a lot of the history of the University of Arkansas. But at the same time, it was a good experience for me, uh, particularly being from the state and to play with so many people that I have such admiration for and coaches that I had admiration for and to have the success that we did was really was really a neat time. Coach, two more questions I have for you. After a big win, what is your tradition? Is it a meal? Is it time with your family? What is your tradition after a big win? 
it's family. I mean, everything's, it's family. I mean, we're going to uh, go go home, probably park in front of that TV and watch college football games and, <laughs> and eat pizza. And so uh, it's it's spending time with my wife, Lauren, and our two children and, and, and hopefully extended family, parents and in-laws and all those. Hopefully they're there for those big games. But uh, I hope we get to do that a whole lot this fall. <laughs> Coach, last question I have for you, and this is, uh, this is a question that I like to fine-tune for uh, certain people. But, Coach, you are a man of faith, uh, a guy that – a man of faith that guys like myself that are in the in the sports media business and around sports that we look up to. Coach, what does your faith mean to you? And as a football coach, Coach, how do you use your platform to to spread the gospel? Well, you know, I, I hope that uh, that just the way that that I'm able to live my life, and I'm certainly a long way from being perfect. <laughs> But I, I hope that just in the way that, that you consistently live your life and the way that you treat people and the way that people, um, you know, particularly the people that you know the best, the people that you work with and the people whose shoulders you rub with, I hope that just the way that I live my life, they can see the master coach through me. And so, uh, you know, uh, football is so temporary. And sometimes these coaching jobs are so temporary. You know, we're, we're here on earth for something that's, uh, that's very temporary. And ultimately, the, the goal is to, is to get to the pearly gates. And I just hope that uh, I've had an influence on some of these kids and some of these other coaches that I've worked with that uh, might help me carry a few along with me. He is Coach Horton from Air Force, the running backs coach out there for the Falcons. Coach, thank you so much for coming on the Mitch Davis Show. Mitch, I appreciate it, and uh, continued success to you, and best wishes always. Thank you. You have been listening to the Mitch Davis Show. I've been your host, your fearless leader, Mitch Davis. Be sure you follow me on Twitter at MitchDavis underscore eight, Facebook and Instagram at The Mitch Davis Show, and also check out the website at TheMitchDavisShow.com. I want to thank Coach Tim Horton for coming on the podcast today to talk all things Air Force, Falcons, football, and also talk about all the great memories he has around the great game of college football. Thank you to each and every one of you for making these podcasts possible by listening to the Mitch Davis Show every week. All the great guests and everything in between are done for you, the fans, to get an inside look into the teams, the programs, the stories that you care so much about. I'm your host, Mitch Davis. Be sure you follow me on Twitter at Mitch Davis underscore eight. Facebook and Instagram at The Mitch Davis Show or the website at TheMitchDavisShow.com. And until next podcast, everybody stay safe, stay happy, and enjoy your Memorial Day weekend as we honor those who paid the ultimate sacrifice to give us the freedoms to enjoy our sports, our food, our beverages, and time with family and friends this weekend.